show. <laughs> is it? <laughs> That's what it um, sounds like to me. Should, should we do like a take two thing? How do we do this? No, I think you know. I think we come clean and we admit that we that technical difficulties we happened. We had five minutes of gold audio. Like no. that was that was the best audio we. I think it done. was the first time that like you know God was like he had like a minute. And he's like, you know what, guys. <laughs> Start this. Start, start, start that one over. Start again. this. Yeah. Start this Fulgum crap over. Yes. Okay? <laughs> that Fulgum sucked. Yo, this Fulgum crap. Birds and bros are back. <laughs> we had a bit of an absence. Yeah, we had an. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit, but you guys wouldn't wouldn't hear that because we weren't recording. No, that was just. Um, yeah, that was just. Uh, you know, we had a little meeting. You know, between ourselves. Yeah, we had okay. a meeting. And, or uh, because I didn't connect, and we were recording. You know, the computer some, and not some, the microphones. But yeah, we were. Some we, football happened and. And no, no, we talked about the happening. We talked football. about football happening. Yeah. And there was a win. Football didn't happen and, uh, at the not as while. we were recording. No. This. Well, there is East Carolina on, but that that not that football. No. No, not that football. Let's let's talk about real football. I'm just kidding. Oh, that I'm hurts. kidding. I'm kidding. What about your school's football team? I'm kidding. Oh, what do you mean, bro? Oh, yeah, I forgot your You forgot. See, you lest you forget that <laughs> I, I forget. went to I went to grad school. I'm not going to ask you about your basketball team. No, I don't want to ask you about my basketball team. Don't ask me about that. I, I John, people forget that I Do you I, say you're Villanova Wildcats like you own like because you I, did go to school there. I sometimes say our Villanova Wildcats. But like, yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, your Villanova Wildcats sounds. But I yeah. do say, like, I get all the time. I'm one of those that feel really uncomfortable and it's like, oh, did you go to Villanova? And I have the Villanova shirt on, and I didn't go. I just oh. like the basketball team. And so now yeah. I have an excuse, though. I go, my brother. Ah, my brother went there. My brother yeah, went my, there. My grad school. Went there for grad school. Yeah, yeah. you can gloat even more. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It was just it was no, it was a theater. To, but you could say it was a, it was. A, it was I, I went on a full ride, though. You could you could throw yeah. in that. Kind of <laughs> I Wait, mean, is that for is that to make me look good or make you? I look don't good? give a okay. shit. As long as I, you know, as long as as long as you mention something that I've done good in my life. Anyway, what are we talking about? Football. Football. <laughs> and bros are back, baby. Um, the Eagles. The Eagles won. I love how we we missed an episode, and it was after an Eagles win too. But yeah, I mean, so let, let's kind of because we haven't recorded since the Ravens game. So we can go either straight into that Giants game yeah. or just kind of overall now after those two games because there was a lot to take from both of them. And so just how you're feeling now okay. yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to where we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I, I, th- I think I have a, a really nice – I mean, the, 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 the most important thing that, that brought us to here is – and this isn't just – you know what even makes me feel less like a a Homer fan saying it. Uh, universally, I think everyone has saying that Carson Wentz's play has been much much better. Going, oh yeah, going back even going that's back an to, understatement too. Yeah, yeah, going back to the to the Steelers game, uh, which he almost won. Uh, going back to the Ravens game, which he almost won. Uh, you know, with you know with what he has, you know, and. Here we are. Uh, I think that I think that that's if 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 you were to say, hey, Mike, sum up what we missed, uh, you know, from the week that we took off because of a Thursday game, and Jonathan's a little busy with his gambler show, and he didn't have time to come do a show with me because he has a real job and he does this for a living, and and you know, just humors his brother. It was fun to, to have do- a show on during the Eagles. Game. Yeah, that you was, see, that was great. well, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, well, you pl- was, oh, pl- really plug cool. your plug your crap, man. You mean you're the gambler? You were on air. You were doing your thing. Yeah, that was you know, 
before uh, I was doing a show too from six to seven. You know that I do with maybe like Barrett Brooks and Tommy Pope and Poe. Yep. Yeah. You know, I have a couple of good good a characters. Couple of things you, know? you got going a couple, on, man. A couple of things. And and you know, and but since you had that going on, and if and if you were to say, hey, Mike, here at Birds and Bros, to do a quick little. A quick little recap of what we missed. We could, yeah. what, what what we land on is leading up to now, which what I said during our flub uh, episode. It's it's Dallas week, John. It's Dallas it week. So what we missed leading up to Dallas week, Carson Wentz is playing much better. Boom. Right. Yes, and I I what I have taken from those past couple of games too. It, it, it pertains to Carson Wentz, but I want to go deeper into that. Okay. And I think it's because the way they're running the offense is helping Carson Wentz. Okay. Because the past two years has been strictly, and I hate to say strictly, but they run 12 personnel, basically the two tight end set, yeah. more than any other team in football, and by a mile. But th- that, that just doesn't happen often anymore. Mm-hmm. And Carson Wentz had to use it all the time because that's what they had with Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard and, and Doug no. Peterson loved running it. But now they spread out wide to four wide receivers, and he looks like a different quarterback. Yeah. He looks completely different, even not comparing himself to the start of this season. But even the start of the season in 2018 and then last year in 2019, he has looked completely different. And why, John, we, we're going to get into this already. Like, why, we talked about this, I think it was week one, <laughs> when we predicted that, that, that Doug and Carson were going to be in this scenario again. We talked about this. When, when all the pieces that Howie force-feeds Doug to use and all the calls that come from the front office, when, when Doug is forced to do this and do that and put this person in and get the ball there, whatever, when that guy finally gets hurt and the playbook has to get run around, it's up to Carson and Doug to figure it out. And now we have to put pieces where they can. And Howie's in the corner just putting his hands up. Doug and Carson figure out a way to make it work because nobody's breathing down their necks to do so. In my opinion, John. Where do, you, where do you land with that? I think it was forced in a different way. I get what you're saying because it's not forced to trying to get Jalen Rager involved in the offense, which I'm going to be – we'll talk about because I'll be really interested in that yeah. because he's returning. But it wasn't, it wasn't that. I think what it forced them to do is to use a spread-out three, four wide receiver offense because Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard were hurt. Richard Rodgers is in, which – He's actually playing well, but he's a very different tight end from even those two. So I think what it forced Doug Peterson to do is go, okay, well, my my roster, which usually is tight end heavy, now all of a sudden switched to being wide receiver heavy because yeah. they have a bunch of rookies, John Hightower, mm-hmm. Quiz Watkins, even though Quiz Watkins doesn't play, but John Hightower has. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Fulgham is now emerged. Greg Ward Jr. Fulgham. playing well. They're, they they all of a sudden, after that Steelers game even, or probably right around there, right. The, the the switch flipped, and they all of a sudden became a wide receiver-heavy team. But that hasn't been the case. But what I've seen because of that, because they were forced to do that, right. is Carson Wentz playing a lot more free, throwing the ball downfield more often because now he has the weapons to do it, and they're forced to do that. And so now Carson Wentz is throwing the ball downfield to John Hightower or making great intermediate throws to Travis Fulgham because he can do it and he's a great route runner and good good frame and everything like that. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's helped them out, but I think I, you were right with the forced part, but I think they were forced to in a different way, mostly because of injuries, not because I think – not because anything Howie's done either, because Travis Fulgham was just a guy they picked up <laughs> on the practice squad and he – Fulgham isn't a Howie flex, dude. I would love to see Howie try to say that it is. Uh, well, no, uh, there are people trying to flex for Howie Roseman. Uh, oh, oh, well, you no. know, at least he, he gets the late round picks, no. right? I'm like, no, that means they're just developing those guys a little Fulgham bit. Fulgham is a Fulgham flex because yes. he, he, yes. he got an opportunity and, and he went out there and he flat out just took it. And 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 I like and, the sound of Fulgham flex. Ful, it's, yeah, a Fulgham flex. Actually, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. copyright copyright uh, Birds and Bros. <laughs> That's a T-shirt waiting to happen. The Fulgham yeah, flex. Yeah, it's copyright Birds and Bros. 2020. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the Fulgham flex, not how he. But yeah, I mean, we, we we did talk about this. I and we could say you could you could archive our things. Uh, Mike and John here, way back into the. My, my, uh, Mike, I mean, way back. Mike and know. John here at Birds and Bros. Uh, you know, not not to not to wipe any dust off our shoulders. You know, with the little chip there, but I think we uh, pretty much called uh, that we were going to be in this predicament uh, at some point this season uh, with 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 Doug and Carson with their backs against the wall, uh, starting to turn a corner and starting to play better. Are you saying? Are we saying that's where we're at going into Dallas week? Yes, it's still it's still a back against the wall attitude. It's certainly not. We, it's definitely right. That that picture is definitely painted that way because they're two four and one, and you have to be backs against the wall kind of thing. You can't be two four and one and feel great or feel like you're ahead of somebody, even though they're at the top of the division. It doesn't feel like it. Right. So yeah, it's back against the wall. Injuries started happening all over again. They were going through a rough patch in the beginning of the season, not only with Carson Wentz's play, but Doug Peterson I thought wasn't coaching very well either, and I still have gripes with how Doug Peterson is coaching. But it was that backs-against-the-wall type attitude, and then all of a sudden it's the same thing that happens all the time. You have players like Travis Fulgham stepping up out of literal – Bleep in nowhere. Fogum nowhere. Fogum nowhere. And then you have Richard Rogers, who is the Green Bay reject, coming onto the Eagles. Fogum nowhere. I have Fogum nowhere. <laughs> and he's playing fantastic right yeah. now. Yeah. It's just, and Greg Ward Jr., all of a sudden again, was phased out of the offense to start the season because they thought they had other guys. That's how then he they realized that- Greg Ward Jr.'s back in. That's that's the that's the calls from up front. That's that's the Howie thing, you know. And you're, it could be, it yeah. could be. Well, you're you're even seeing the Howie thing coming in now. Like it's it the, with these headlines and this this stuff that's going on. Uh, am, am I am I jumping subjects here? You can smack me. Uh, going into the to the Jason Peters thing, putting him back at that left tackle. Yeah, is, that's you know, that that seems like that seems like a Howie a Howie phone call uh, to Doug. A uh, Howie, yeah. It's it's sort of. They sold their souls to have Jason. Peters yeah, I don't know how I feel about. Him. I mean, you are paying them to do it, you know. Right, but- exactly. That's what I mean. He he forced them to pay that money, and so he's going to play that position, I mean, I, even though it doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, it, it probably it probably doesn't make sense. But you know, but you know, you know how we feel. If if it if it's working out, we don't care. But if it blows up in their face, but but like like we're gonna be used to though. My lad is gonna be back playing left tackle, probably what, like mid first quarter. You oh, know, beginning it's of the gonna second. happen right away. Yeah, and I, it, it's not even going to be poor performance. I, I wish that if Lane Johnson early in the game lets up a sack, then you know, man, he's cooked. Just yeah. him out. But it's likely going to be Jason Peters is in mid first quarter, gets rolled up on a little bit, twists something, sprains right. something, and he's out again. Yeah, it's it's that 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 whole thing. That's what that's what that's what made me want to jump on. And just start pushing this this Howie from above thing, especially once that came out this week. Is that 
I, I don't think, that, you know, you know, as far as as far as the way things are rolling and JP, like you almost want to expect him to just take a step back. Be like, hey, well, wh- where do you want me to go? This kid's playing pretty good. Right. You know, but obviously I'm sure, you know, you're a Hall of Fame left tackle. He wants tackle. to make his money. I'm sure yeah, he wants to make like his money. I'm to- sure he's got a little bit of his pride in there. But also, uh, you know, do, do we forget that maybe he still has a little bit left to be you know what does Carson want? I don't know. Like those, these are the these are the things that I'm I don't know about. Like what? Right. What, you well, know. I, I I did think, but it doesn't. I still I am still a Jordan Mailata guy. You, yeah, you are I, like, absolutely. But I think what you're trying to say is what do we not know that we can't see by looking at? Like is Doug Peterson not able to call plays because maybe Jordan Mailata still isn't as developed as they want him to be? Yeah. Although things look good because he's athletic, strong, that he can still make plays and be serviceable at that position. Yeah. Doesn't mean that he's doing everything Doug Peterson wants him to do. Right. Meaning that they can't do or the playbook's not completely opened up his way because maybe he's not developed enough, can't run certain plays, can't do certain things, or the protection has to be simple because he's there at left tackle. I'm, I'm just saying, maybe yeah. we don't know that stuff. However, it doesn't really matter because if you do are able to do more with your protections with Jason Peters, it all gets blown up anyway because he sucks and he's cooked right now. Yeah. I, I just I, I, I it intrigues it intrigues me. I wish I wish I knew. Well the problem you know, is too, I wish I knew the truth. I wish I was in the room. Lane Johnson is going to start and maybe we are getting too far ahead, but No, I don't think we are. I mean they talking about the offensive line, it's it's Dallas week. It's Dallas week. <laughs> Uh, and we are gonna, we are gonna. Oh man, Dallas week. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna yeah, well, ourselves with Lane. No, and and going back to maybe the Giants game, what we saw too that the Giants game was the first time the offensive line just looked actually terrible. Yeah. I know the Ravens a little bit was starting to get there, but the Giants game was the first one where I could really point out, oh man, that was bad. Like that was really. Did bad. they did they just have a bad game though? A bunch of young guys have a bad the game. The Giants, if there's one thing, I think they do have a decent pass rush. So. Yeah, they were going up against it, but they've gone up against better defensive lines and have played better than they did against sure. the Giants. It was just a bad game. I mean, I'm I'm saying this as they've been holding it together pretty well, yeah. but that was the first time you could say, "All right, well, now it caught up to them." Yeah, I, mean, I think maybe they just they just they just caught a bad they just caught a bad game because you know some of the some could of the be, guys absolutely. some of the guys they were going up against you know with in Baltimore and with Pittsburgh they 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 were they were stellar. So you know, I, I don't know. You could probably not not set up, but also, but Lane going in and out, uh, which 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 you were talking right. about, which I'm glad you brought up. Uh, you know, Doug Doug saying that it's up to Lane whatever Lane wants to do. Uh, if he wants to play, we'll let him play. But now he had the ankle, and then there was was there something, was something with his knee again, wasn't it? Why why he yeah, went out last week? He's just banged up, but he wants to play, and 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 he's a, and he's a t- and he's a tough guy, and 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 hopefully if it fires people up, you know, to to go out there, and, and if he has to, if he has to, you know, sub in and out, you know, some whatever, but showing some some of that heart could go could go. Uh, could go pretty far with guys like, you know, like Herbing and Mylata seeing seeing the veteran, the wily veteran going going into battle, you know, with a little bit of a limp but still having a good game. Right, and the the thing I'm worried about though is still the ever constant shuffling of the offensive line because ah. Jason Peters, like we just said, is eventually going to go out. Lane Johnson, yeah. this injury's this injury will not go away. And it's not going to. Yeah. So that's going to linger, and he's probably going to have to go out. It's just changing constantly. Are we used to that by time. now? Are we used to it now, though? We are, but <laughs> when does it take a toll? And 
I mean, guys like Maialata, I, I think I would be much more comfortable just having him at least settle into a game because he's not he's not developed enough in experience of alignment to just keep going in and out. Well, I think know? it is taking its toll. We're two four one. <laughs> so, I, but but it's I'm just I'm not. Unfortunately, maybe this is a bad thing. I'm just not phased by it anymore. Like injury report, I don't even read the injury report anymore. Right. I, it's just, uh, you know, unless I see certain names that I'm happy about that are on there, which I guess we'll get into. Uh, but this is constant shuffling around and, and all. I, I, like when, when Jackson got hurt, you know, we, we, we didn't even leave, like normally that would be a big deal. We're not talking to Sean Jackson that we didn't lead off with that. Not big news to us. Why? No. Oh, what a shocker. When he went out in the middle of the game, oh, what a shocker. Why? We were used to it. We have a whole playbook without him in it now. Yeah. We have an entire playbook without him in it. It uh, was a luxury to have him on the field for three quarters <laughs> in that game. We were like, all right, well, we got, Sean, we got we, enough. We've had him for we've had him for three quarters for three years, <laughs> you know, and he's, he's, he's getting paid. Three million dollars a quarter, you know, as of right now. What, what did he? I looked it up nine 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 million dollars, man. Yeah, but anyway, but that's just what I mean. I think the injury, the injury thing to me, the shuffling of 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 all that. I guess I don't. I'm not putting much <laughs> because no. we we are scrounging and you know wins. You know anyway. what's funny too? There there are two four and one at the top of the division, so everybody's looking ahead to the. Well, the Eagles might make the playoffs, and you know they could be a dangerous team if healthy. And I'm like, guys. If healthy, we've been saying that for three, three years, years now. Yeah, they're never going to get healthy. This no. is just this is this what is they just are. The way it is, man. But I think at least Jalen Rager is one guy that you can say if healthy because he's a rookie and he got hurt, thumb injury, but he is back. But and we can go, I guess, into specifically to Rager and our expectations. Sure, but. Overall, as a group, we're finally like I, I've been hearing a little bit of this, and I don't agree with it at all. But I want to know what what you think. Uh, oh yeah, good. Do the Eagles have good receivers and pass catching targets now? Are they actually? Can you say look at that receiver group and think, yeah, that's pretty good? Um, it's still kind of early to tell, but I I mean I I'd say it's you know all right all right okay right now. We're not – I don't think we're below average. <laughs> okay. But that's, that's saying a lot. Yeah. That's oh, saying no, a lot absolutely. Because, yeah. because there was a point in time where we were below, below average, where where it, it was a big who's and what's game. And we technically still should be below, below average. But with Fogum coming out and, and, and from what we're – and I guess it's it's past that what we're hoping, but what we're now seeing happen is is – is that diamond in the rough that hardly ever happens? That he's he is blossoming into legit, okay. And and if and if he be and if he maintains and and stays with being legit, if he if he surpasses what Greg yeah, Ward well, was at the end of last right. year, which Greg Ward was kind of flash in the panty, but still a pretty decent slot receiver. Right. But Fogel now is knocking on the door of El Numero Uno, right? He's knocking on the door of being a number one receiver. But that's where that's where I want to just slow it down a bit because yeah. I get it, and and he is he's not when, a deep, I, when okay. you say legit, I will absolutely say he's, I'm not saying I'm that's what I'm saying. We're knocking. Are we knocking on the door oh, or no, is he no, not no. in the that's house? That's what yet? I want to 100 percent say. He is legit. He okay. is an NFL wide receiver. Okay. he belongs on an NFL field. Okay, that is I'm not going to argue that at all. Then that's why I think we're average. But uh, yes, 
because I don't think he's a number one receiver. I, I I think he's maybe he's proving to maybe be a good number two receiver, good number two outside guy. Yeah. Greg Ward, like you said, he is above Greg Ward because Greg Ward specializes in one thing, and that's being a good possession receiver in the slot. He's never going to be able to play outside. He's never going to beat guys one on one. He's just a strict slot receiver. He was also the product of Carson making him building him up yeah. and Carson being a good quarterback. But that's, to him. that's what I want to actually uh, say about this wide receiver group too. Yeah, Fulgham's legit, and I think he's an NFL wide receiver, but it's still not good. He's throwing to two guys that are fresh off the practice squad in the past two years mm-hmm. with two rookies and a, a tight end that was a reject in Green Bay that is their third string tight end. It is not good, but Carson Wentz is able to work with what he has now. Making them average. Making it right. an average. Yeah. It's, it's better than the crap they were dealing with last year. But to, to see this, well, Carson Wentz finally has weapons now. Yeah, a rookie that hasn't played other than one game. Has Riker even played a game yet? We've seen him in one game. We saw him in the first yeah, game. Well, his, his, his big highlight, that he had a 52-yard right. catch. We saw him in one game. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like so, we all of a sudden think now this rookie. I don't care if he's a first round pick. He's a rookie that's played a half of one game, I think. And we're all of a sudden going to say, "Yeah, he's just good." Yeah. No, we still don't know yet. John Hightower is definitely has the talent that we see, but he makes rookie mistakes all the time. He's still not a complete product. I think what we're th- what we're seeing is. A legit wide receiver in Travis Fulgham that looks pretty good. Greg Ward specializes in the slot, so they at least have a good slot receiver. Mm-hmm. But Carson Wentz, and I, that's what I want to give him credit for, is making these guys look a lot better than they should. Right. And I mean a lot better. John Hightower right now does not belong on the field. He is not good enough. He does not know the routes. He does not have an expanded route tree. He is not good enough to be on an NFL field yet as a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he deserves to maybe be on there for a few plays if you need him, but the way they're using him, no. Richard Rodgers does not belong on an NFL field the way they're using him. But Carson Wentz, because he's playing so well, has found a way to make that work and found a way to make Boston Scott work on a wheel route in the end zone f- on a ridiculous rope. Of a Just throw. when you thought Kelsey like screwed up the whole drive, I think them, them oh, getting yeah. pushed back was probably a probably better thing. Out. <laughs> but I, he's, he's found a way to make it work. So I don't, I don't want to pretend like if things go wrong again, like, oh, well, we have the receivers. Why is Carson Wentz playing bad? No, they're playing good because Carson Wentz has elevated his game to such a high level mm-hmm. that they look like that. Yeah. What do I think with that? That but uh, in in piggybacking off of that, as far as Travis Travis Fogelm goes, and I think what separates him from the pack, there are some plays that he makes for Carson. Do you know what? Oh, there are some yeah, balls yeah. that Carson was throwing 50-50 balls and throwing the ball up to Fogum and he was coming down with them. Yes. And that's also, you know, I think that's that give and take of a wide receiver quarterback relationship that you know Carson kind of had with Alshon. In seventeen, you know, but but now having that guy that he can trust, you know, like Ertz, you know, yeah. like, like you had with Ertz, we're all I'll throw this up to you, go up there and get it, you know, that he'll trust you, trust or him, trust with you Jordan to do Matthews that. in twenty sixteen, or yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> which is which is which is crazy to think about. Oh my gosh, is Fulgham is Travis Fulgham twenty sixteen Jordan Matthews? No, he's better, right? Twenty sixteen Jordan Matthews was good. Yeah, not still... to say his the rest of his career was. I, I, right. I, 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 I hope I hope he's gonna be better. 
<laughs> I mean, throughout his career, yes. All right, but I'm going to look up 2016 Jordan Matthews, and I will give I you have, those numbers. I have Fogum stats right now. Well, the thing is, no matter what number I give you, you're automatically going to say yes because Fogum came out of nowhere, and so we'll take anything. I don't know, man. If I, I, I still might take – and keep in mind, Fogum has only but, been – But he's only, he's only played in four games. Right. And he's – I mean, through four games. He, he has to – Most uh, catches or whatever since T.O., uh, most yeah. catches for a, a receiver in this first twenty. He has twenty three catches uh, for three hundred fifty seven yards and three touchdowns. So I will give you the stats of Jordan Matthews in two thousand sixteen. You tell me yes or no after four games, or you give me after six games, or into no, no, no. General. I, I would just tell you if you would rather take that. Like if Fulgham had that kind of season, you go, yeah, that's great. Like okay. that would be a good season. Well, and this was in thir- this was in fourteen games. A thirteen games started for Matthews. Seventy three catches, eight hundred four yards, three touchdowns. Do you think Fulgham A can do that, and B would you take it? Fulgham already has three touchdowns now, right? So yeah, so the touchdowns are there. I mean, but yeah, but still, it's and it's, he's he's halfway there on the yards. But that's too. what I mean with the overall scope of things. So with yeah. the seventy-three catches, eight hundred four yards. Yeah, I, I I think I think he at, at the pace he's going now, he's going to smoke that. Yeah, he's going to blow it, blow it out. I mean, he he he's looking at. I mean, I, if he keeps pace of what he's doing, he's probably looking at close to a thousand yard season if he keeps up this pace. Anyway, but yeah, Fogey, bro, Fogey's where it's at. The best I mean, part but of waking that's, up. That's what he is, and dude, I am a hundred percent on this now. Travis Fogum is legit. Twenty sixteen Jordan Matthews. That's okay. what he is for Carson Wentz. He is not Alshon Jeffrey. He is what Jordan Matthews was to Carson Wentz in his rookie year. By the way, Jordan Matthews, 6'3", 215 pounds. Travis Fulgham, 6'2", 215 pounds. Mm-hmm. They're the same frame. They're the same kind of wide receiver. Jordan Matthews ended up being a slot receiver towards I, the end I of his I was career. just never a Matthews guy. I think that's my problem. I think that's, you know. But that's exactly they're, they're I would say, I would guarantee you they're around the same speed. Uh, if you were to look at their 40-yard dashes, they play the yeah. same game speed. They play the same kind of game, the same frame. They are legit the same wide receiver. It's it's your job to go to the stats on this, and it's mine to go, you know what, man? Jordan Matthews was just never sexy. You know, he just never no. had the sexy play. Like, Fogum, he already – you like, your first impressions are everything. Like, now Fogum, like, he went from who to what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we didn't know who he was. It's just sexier for me. Right. I, I mean, it, it, when I say Jordan Matthews now, that has such a sour taste in it because he looked awful towards the end of his career. And it's just Jordan Matthews, and everybody's like, oh. But the first three years of his career, he had, had – his second year, he had 900 yards and 80 over 80 catches. I know, but I don't but – but when you say Jordan Matthews to me, I don't think 900 yards. You know, I, know. I, I don't. I don't think about. I don't know. I just think. I but think Jordan Matthews. But I, if I'm, if I'm to compare what Travis Fulgham is, that's what he is. Okay. He is never like. I don't think he's ever going to be a ninety reception, a hundred, a thousand yard receiver. But you but hope. You hope. You that. hope that he will be though. No, <laughs> but I see. That's the thing. That's or, the, or is that what you're hoping Rager is going to be? Sort of. I I thought he would always end up being an eight hundred <laughs> yard receiver. To be honest with you, because yeah. he's he's mostly a deep ball guy. But maybe he he. What was the, the way that Wentz spreads the ball around? Being 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 a guy in the eight hundred nine hundred yard range isn't bad. But I think I think the comparison is what I was trying to make is that's that's the kind of receiver Travis Fulgham is going to be year in and year out if he if if he's somewhat around what he is now. That's your bold prediction. That's yeah. I, I think he can make a career out of being the next Jordan Matthews, but for more than three years. We're jinxing this guy. Dude, he's going to... We gonna, are. I mean, what, what do you think, though? He's, he's going gonna, gonna, to gonna, gonna be on the Lions practice squad next preseason. 
next season. <laughs> no, I, I see. I don't think that. I, again, I think he's he's legit, but he's not a number one. He's never going to be a thousand yard receiver. He's oh. never going to catch eight ninety some passes in a season. I don't think, or have double digit touchdowns. He will never be that number. Of course, one. we will hope for that, but yeah, okay. I will never, because I think that's too high of expectations. Well, of course, but you know, I, I but I'm an Eagles fan, and right now he's on that list of he's going to be an MVP, the greatest wide receiver of all time. <laughs> Or is that going to be Jalen Rager after he catches a 50-yard pass? He's flipping better because now we're watching his his other his the other guys in his draft class that are that that's are another thing well. I want to tell people just like if he has a game where he's on the field for maybe fifty percent of the snaps, catches one or two balls for yeah. twenty yards, it's okay. It's fine. He's coming back from an injury, yeah. and he's a rookie. He hasn't played a lot. I bet hasn't practiced a lot. Slow down. Slow down. Let's fine. take our time with Jalen Rager. Just because he maybe only has two catches in this one, he's not a bust or a terrible mm. receiver yet. And I'm the one who didn't like the draft pick. I did not like the Jalen Rager draft pick. I still don't think it was a great pick. But it's not immediate bust because of a bad game against Dallas. Yeah. Or a game where he doesn't do much against Dallas. Let's slow our roll with Jalen Rager a little bit. Oh, I'm not, I, I'm, I don't have uh, – like, like I said, man – I think I'm so trained with this team now is to just watch watch the players that are that are activated and and on the field for the play and see what happens. You know, like I, I, I'm not going to get wrapped up on injury reports and who's on the field during what package or anything like that because it it hasn't been consistent, like you said, for the last three years. And I think I'm just so used to used to not knowing certain names out there and I'm used to. Uh, unsung heroes, and I'm used to losing. I'm I'm used to <laughs> winning at the very very end of the. I, what I'm not used to is you know maybe changing the channel in the third and fourth quarter because the Eagles are blowing blowing a team out. No, I'm not used to that. I don't remember the last time that's happened. Uh, we always grind. Oh, grind basically stuff that out. was if if everybody remembers because we remember a lot of the the postseason. But 2017 Eagles was basically that. It was that. It was over by about halftime. It was quarter. that. It didn't matter where they, you watched the game. You get nice and tuned up and have a good time. I know. Right? That's. I, and this is just a take I always like putting out there because people don't remember it. The Eagles were blowing out teams that year. Yeah. I mean, they were by far. The, so when Nick Foles went down, they were still winning games. It didn't surprise me that they were winning. It surprised me the way they were winning. I mean, I mean completely blowing out teams in the playoffs yeah. with a backup quarterback. But they were killing teams that year. I mean, Carson Wentz would be out by the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. if you remember that. I mean, because Carson Wentz's stats never looked great because it was always 200 yards, three touchdowns, because those three touchdowns and 200 yards in the third quarter were enough to win that game, and he was sitting and relaxing and, you know, BSing we, around. We miss you, Frank Reich. We, <laughs> we, <miss laughs> we miss you, buddy. We miss you. So now the Eagles are 2-4-1 atop of the NFC East. Dallas week. Dallas week is here. Dallas week. And yeah. also what's coming up, November 3rd. I know that date means one thing, but it also in the NFL means trade deadline. Ah. You, where did you think I was going? Oh, we're so busy today. I hate being busy. We're so busy. Trade deadline. All right, let's do it. We, yeah, we, okay, we talked about this a little bit. Where do, you, where do you think we're going? Trade deadline. I think a little bit of both. How the hell is that possible? We're gonna we're gonna buy a guy, then sell him back. No, just keep the receipt. <laughs> no, we don't want him. Take him back. Return it. Yeah. yeah, return yeah, it. yeah. This isn't the product I bought. No, 
No, going. they're not going to do. But <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I was only kidding. You said no to me like I was being serious. No. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, Mike. <laughs> but I think they may sell. Like there was a report from Adam Kaplan today that, and we're recording on a Friday night. So, well, Shh, actually, I thought it, you told me you weren't allowed to tell people. No, that. but I'm doing this now because I just timestamped it with that report. Uh, so. We're recording this on like a very early Saturday morning, and I mean we're 58 minutes into Saturday morning. But there now was that, a report from Adam Kaplan where we are. that there there are some teams that are inquiring about Derek Barnett, and so I don't know if the Eagles are going to trade him, but that's what I think could happen. Maybe they trade a guy like Derek Barnett. They want to get a little bit of value. They're going to have to pay him. I don't know if they already have. He's For, on his rookie deal, I think. Right. But they're going to have to pay him. So get rid of him and maybe get some some draft picks. But also bring in a smaller guy. I know, and, and maybe not particularly John Ross, but John Ross has said that he wants to be traded, went public with it on Twitter, that he wants to be traded. So... Maybe bring a guy like that in or bring in an offensive lineman to help with the depth on this offensive line. No big moves, no marquee go out and trade for the best name available on the on the market. Right. But do some of the little things to make sure that A, Carson Wentz is protected and B, they're somewhat competitive and can at least I mean, they're going to win this division no matter what. Like I'll ask you this, what can they do in the trade market? Because I don't think they're you can make this team a Super Bowl team through trades, and no. they're already going to win the division. With and what you they are. you definitely don't want to give up any of your draft picks. No, not at all. Uh, I actually think what you want to do is get more draft picks. Yeah, and I think you can do that and still win the division. John, I this is such a weird place for me. It is. Well, it's a weird place to be in general. Because because I mean, what what people? I mean, I guess what some people are talking about, and 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 keep in mind, I am not of the ilk. I, well, I'm so proud of my suffering. I am not. Uh, I am not of the ilk uh, to lose. You're not of the milk. Ilk. It's it's an expression. You never. You, do I have to explain this to you? No, you're good. Men of my ilk. Like I am not. I got a computer in front of me. I'll all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> I am not of the sort. Okay, I'm not of the sort of fan that will root. You're not a type of people or things similar to those already referred to. Did you? Okay, you just looked at that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. We we need a producer, guys. We're hiring. <laughs> we're hired. We need we need a producer yeah, and a sound. You, we need a sound. We will we'll pay, pay you a bag of chips. Yeah, and and, we'll, we'll uh, let you. We'll let you filtered use filtered water <laughs> and, and, and old Villanova t-shirts. But unfortunately, we will not give you any of John's ECU t-shirts because he won't no, have he, any shirts to wear. Yeah, if we do. That's it. That's all I do. Well, I, had, I was about to make a good point, man. You know, and now I, I forget. Where You're not a yoke. You're not am, the kind of person. I am not the yeah. kind of person that 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 tanks for draft picks. Uh, I know that's a huge thing in in the NBA, and I hate it. Uh, but when Dak Prescott went down, you can't tell me that Jerry Jones and that whole camp, you know, especially with the way this being a pandemic year, and then the way that this division is shaping out, it would not be the worst thing in the world for them to just. Blow it all up. Suck and get the number two pick next year. Well, they're forced to suck because they they do know, suck. They and, suck. And and I and I know that and I don't think Jerry's like that. I think he's too proud. But right, because but he's I, he's built this team. But I am I hate I hate Dallas so much that now I'm worried that they're gonna be too bad this year and they're gonna get they're gonna get another stud. You know, the way they got Ezekiel. And now with Dak coming back with this whole, you know, they're going to do this whole big parade back to glory and blah, blah, blah. 
and then they're gonna they're gonna get this other stud first round pick next year, and you know they're gonna have all these draft picks and just and just gonna have a monster because because of because of him breaking his leg and us and us fighting to win the division just to lose in the first round and then drafting what like twenty what would that put us at like twenty sixth. 25th or something like that in the first round. Yeah, something like that. I, I, maybe I'm, I'm just a crazy fan. I think about stupid crap like that, but that's <laughs> going into Dallas week and this being the pandemic year and the, and the division being the way that it is, that's just kind of what, just for right now, I'm not losing sleep over it, but like when I think about it, it kind of stresses me out. Where, where, where do you land on that? What? About them getting all these draft picks next year. About about them. About the if you know if if we completely blow this division out and we go on to win the division at at eight seven and eight, seven and one, right. yeah. But then Dallas, you know, okay, oh cool, we we swept Dallas. I mean, I'll be happy and I'll be thrilled and it'll be great bragging for whatever. And then they're picking top five next year with Dak coming back and their offensive line coming back. That's not going to fix. They have a lot of issues. Okay. They have a... I want you to make me they, feel better. Well, no. They have enough issues to the point where this thing could get blown up quickly. For a couple years? Because... Oh, absolutely. I mean, yes. Because I don't care if they're drafting top five. Okay. They are in s- some bad contracts, and their big one is Dak Prescott, who they're going to need to pay, and if they don't then top five pick means they're going after a rookie quarterback and it's going to be pretty much a roll of the dice for them. Okay. But if they bring back Dak Prescott, that means they have a lot of money tied up in just a few positions and one draft pick isn't going to fill every single hole that they need. Their defense is terrible overall, not just a few spots on that defense. It's bad in general. That offense, the offensive line, is Hurt a lot now. I think they're going to have to move on for some players in the offensive line. They're going to need to do a lot more work to patch it up. It's not going to get fixed in one draft. Pick. Well, you you are you are making me you're making me feel better, but I I also was going to say the one thing that's making me feel good about Dallas losing because it's like like another the 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 ilk that I am a part of. Is that I think I like the type of person. Th- yes, I'm that type. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not sure what I like more, watching Dallas lose or watching the Eagles win. I I think it's very very close. <laughs> it is. It's very very close. I love them both so much. Let's just say if the Eagles do lose, my Sunday gets better. If the, if the Cowboys also lose, like, yeah. I still feel fine. I think. Well, no, but that's the thing. I handle. I handle Eagles losses better than I handle Dallas winning. That's probably the best way I can put it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think that I think that's the best way I can put but you, it. You know what's you know what's great though about again the situation the Eagles are in because it's let's be honest. Where the Eagles are now, two, four, and one, first place in the NFC East and in the driver's seat and shouldn't win the division with six, seven wins, that doesn't happen often. Yeah. If not at all. So the Eagles could end up trading away a guy like Derek Barnett, who teams are inquiring about. Why not get rid of him? They already have a great defensive line that they have all this money tied into anyway. Yeah. Get rid of Derek Barnett. Get some draft picks for him, which he's actually having a good season. You could get some good draft picks for. So you have three and a half sacks. And you're still going to win the division, and you got a few more draft picks to help your future out, which it's not looking good right now. Right. You can. I, I feel like the Eagles are in our position to do both. 
they can win the division and give away some pieces. While also, small trade here, maybe get an offensive lineman, add some depth. That helps out the team. And, we can see, we, and we're still going to get guys back. And, and, be, and it's probably unheard of with the record that we have, the injuries that we had, and being able to, and still being in it come week 11, 12, 13, when these guys usually would just probably take the rest of the year off, can come back and start to contribute. In a pandemic year, who knows, dude? <laughs> who knows, man? You know, we, with no preseason, and, you know, maybe we didn't respond the first four weeks. Maybe things are really starting to turn around. They can they can be the team that we all hoped and most of us thought they would be going in. But for Dallas week, it's all out the window. We just got to win this week because losing to Dallas is it's not good, John. No, and I, I well, let's let's get into Dallas week now. And I've been I've been really avoiding it because I don't think you're gonna like what I have been saying about the game all week. Oh no! Basically, I just. It's just gonna suck. Like it's, and and that's the the simple way of putting it. But I just think it's going to be a really disappointing game no matter what, because Dallas is that bad of a team with a third string quarterback. But with the way the Eagles are playing, it's just going to still show up that even against Dallas, it's a terrible defense, can't move the ball on offense. Even in a win, it's just a constant reminder throughout that game that's going to be. Man, they still do a lot of things really bad. And yeah, they won twenty five to three or twenty seven to three, but do I really feel good about it? Uh, yes. I yes, yes. And we that's do. that's where I'm at because I watched that Washington Dallas game last week on this T V that's right next to us because yes. I couldn't watch Red Zone on that T V, so I had the laptop and then I was watching the Dallas Cowboys game on that T V and I watched the entire thing. Mike, guess what? I was on that TV at 315. Mm. English Premier League, because I couldn't watch another second of it. It was mm. garbage. It was disgusting. Awful penalties on both teams. Both teams' defense sucked. Bad plays, dumb plays, terrible coaching. But just beating Dallas doesn't doesn't doesn't, doesn't pave that over for you? May no. And I, Sunday I mean, night football, the you know, the the, the like sounds I just can't, and the sights and the, the I just national. can't get excited for a Dallas team that's being quarterbacked by something called a Ben Denucci. Something called <laughs> And men of his ilk. And men. <laughs> I learned a new word this week. <laughs> this is this is the peak of the podcast. Those those fifteen seconds were the peak. Birds that was it. birds and bros and men of their ilk. <laughs> Yeah, I I just can't I can't get excited about that. This doesn't have the I don't know. Has there been a time recently in in the past twenty years even that both teams have been this bad heading into a game? Maybe there has been, but yeah. The, what was the Kyle was, Orton game? Yeah. Okay. Was yeah. it the Kyle Orton one? <sighs> yeah. 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 We, he, dude, he was gonna win that game. He he threw a he threw a pick. He threw a pick at the end of the game, and that, was that a playoff game? Or was that that had implications, or was it? It may have for the Eagles. I, I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna for the. I I could not disagree with you more. I could not disagree with you more. I am I am just because I love, no matter what, I love that they're down to this. Ben, whatever his name is, I I love that they're that they're beaten up. I I'm aware of our shortcomings as a football team, but I also I also get giddy and happy, and I salivate uh, with with the hope and the notion that we could just 
kick their ass this week because they're because they're down and out. And I and, and, and it being on Sunday night football, not at one o'clock in the afternoon, uh, being national and and us just just throwing up a big statement W and just beating up a bad team. And, you know, it maybe it could be the perfect timing and it just so happens to be Dallas. I don't know. I, I know we're gonna make stupid mistakes, John, but that's just I'm so freaking used to it that you know I I, I don't I that's don't think I I I don't want to be used to it. Or no, I you're gonna have to be, dude. <laughs> Welcome it's, to the it's dance. It's one thing because when they played the Steelers and Ravens after those games, I'm like, yeah, okay, they made some mistakes, but I feel encouraged the fact that they were able to put up points on those two defenses, and I felt good about it. And so I thought. Okay, well, I'm sure maybe some things didn't look good against the Ravens and Steelers because they're two great football teams. Go into that Giants game thinking those things can get corrected or we're not going to see them make those mistakes. And it was the same thing all over again, even against the Giants. I know. And that was so sad to see. I know. And disgusting. And I just don't. I know. Like, and, and, the Giants, and the thing is, the Giants are bad. And, and they could be worse than the Cowboys, but... It's worse for the Cowboys right now than it even was for the Giants but in that John, game because I, there's a Ben DiNucci. The way, the way that you are afraid that you are going to feel after this Cowboys game is I'm sure how you felt after the Giants game and how we watched Daniel Jones technically win that game and Evan Ingram drop the ball. The game was over. He caught that ball. The game was over. And he dropped it. And then we won the game. I felt the way that you're talking about for for maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. And then I was like, birds won, baby. How about it, bro? Now bring on Dallas. What I, I'm and I'm not I'm not exaggerating. I am I am being as honest with you as I can. And now that I'm even further removed from it, I had to remember that. <laughs> Daniel Jones almost won that game. I'm sorry. I don't remember it how bad they threw <laughs> Evan Ingram's You know why, John? Because winning cures all for me. It, it, it really yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's true. When all when it all comes down to it, they got to win, and they're top of the NFC. So. A win is a win is a win. A win is a win is a win. Yes. Uh, and, Come and on, I, brother. I, I want to hug you right I now. You look that. so defeated and bummed what, right now. What, <laughs> what's, what's been silly to me, and, and just why I can't get into this week, is like all of the the storied history between these two franchises, the Troy Aikmans and Harold Carmichael's, oh, it's, it's, and then we're like the Ben DiNucci's and right. Travis Fulgham. It's not McNabb and Ro okay, it's like, not. It's I just, know, but still. it's silly. It's we're it's talking Dallas about two historic franchises that are just getting beat to death every week. It's 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 still it's still it's still the Eagles in Dallas, man. It still is. It's and you're you are not the only person saying this. You know that too. It, there, this debate has been going on. Is is this Dallas week the same? Everyone's talking about that on on the on the social media aspects. Everyone's saying that. But for me. And and a lot of the fans that I, you know, a lot of people that I'm talking to, a lot of my friends and and people in our family, Dallas Week is Dallas Week, man. No matter no matter who, no matter what, right? No matter who, no matter what. I, I mean, you you can go back, you go back to the the AJ Feelys of the world going into <laughs> Dallas Week. You can go. I can't believe I just pulled out AJ Feely. Why was he the first one I landed on? I was gonna go Mike McMahon. But I landed nope, on. Feeling is better. You landed on the right one. You landed on the. But right you can one. go into all those. But you're still just. Oh man, wouldn't it be great to watch Feely throw the dagger in the heart of Dallas this week? 
now it's on the other end. They they're the ones that need the dagger being thrown by their right. They have AJ Felian. And maybe not even that they don't even have that. AJ won some games, man. Oh well, yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> don't make they me have t- the potential. AJ, don't Feely. force me to make this show about AJ Feely because I will. I, I will love, talk about him I for two hours. Feely. So did I. Dolphins AJ Feely not so much, but backup. Dolphins AJ Feely beat Tom Brady, didn't he? Monday Night Football. I believe. I believe he was. Oh, he was really? one of those heartbreaking wins because Brady wow. just could. Well, I can't look. I did it. I, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I just I just took us off point, and now we're talking about A.J. Feely yeah, versus nah, Tom Brady. Nah, you just said A.J. <laughs> Feely beat Tom Brady in the Patriots. I think he did, dude. I think he did. That one Monday night, was it 2000? I don't know, man. Well, now I'm remembering this. He actually, with the Eagles, almost. I remember beat. that they, they were. Hey, I do remember they were this they were game. 21 point underdogs or something like that. I yes, remember that game. and yeah. AJ Feely had Covered. a game. Yeah, 27 of 42, 345 yards, three touchdowns, and three picks weren't great. But three touchdowns, they lost that game 31 to 28. AJ Feely they had were, a game. They were winning that even in the fourth quarter. The, o- the Patriots. The over under that was ridiculous. I think it was like 21. It was something crazy. It was oh it was college football. Football. I remember it was a college football spread. There, people were like crazy, and and of course everybody in Philly was jumping on the Eagles with the points. So people in Philly made a lot of money that day. Oh my God! I, I got could, a soft point there. Yeah, no, I'm so glad we're talking about AJ Philly. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. This still has. We're still talking Dallas week, though. I swear. Yeah, we are. No, we are. We're talking Dallas week. They did beat the Patriots on Monday night, December 20th. What year? 2004. This I don't do this for a living. I don't do this for a living. And I did I know it? Was A.J. Feely the starting oh, quarterback? Oh, please, please, see, please, see, please, please. Tom please. Brady was A.J. Feely, 22-35. One touchdown. Look at that. Wow. I remember the game. I watched it. I watched it. Unbelievable. Well yep. done. Yep. AJ Feely. Beat Tom Brady on Monday Night Football. Wow. Wait, that's the this, wait, hold on. This is kryptonite. We're not bringing up good juju for uh for Carson right now. <laughs> no, no, not no, saying no. that Carson no, is no, Tom no, Brady. Yeah, yeah. Not saying that Ben AJ Feely. I think that's even uh, a little Shorty, pushing wait, let's, a little let's bit get too back. Hard. Let's get back. Right. It's look, I and I get it. Like Dallas Week means something. We obviously hate that star on on that helmet. We hate Dallas in general. I think John, you I, I know you. You are gonna wake up Sunday and you, I think you're gonna say, yeah, you know what I'm I'm in it, my I am. Aunt. I am, but I, I think I'm trying to prepare myself for just the ultimate disappointment, even in a win. I'm trying to prepare myself. You know when it's, you know, you're not going to have a fun time doing something. You're like, all right, I know it's not going to be, it's going to be terrible. I don't feel like you're going to that party. Like, I don't want to see these people. Like, I don't, I don't want to get ready for it. But then you go and you're like, all right, it's buddy, not bad. I had a buddy, good time. Buddy, like, buddy, this, okay. buddy. The truth of the matter is, we're already disappointed, buddy. It's two form one. But it's it's that mo it's like that party I don't want to go up and get dressed I for know. and see those people, but I go for a few minutes. It was a decent time. The I drinks know. were terrible. But, but you know, it's like your mom say it might be the last time you see Uncle Harry go, you know, right. go, go give him a high five, talk <laughs> to him be, about the game. Might be the last time you see Ben DiNucci. It might be, so <laughs> remember this footnote go, for the rest go, of your go, life. Go tell him your AJ Feely joke, you know. <laughs> You know, that's it. It, it, it. That's what you got to do. I mean, no, you know, but it's not that. It's not that. You love Uncle Harry. Okay. You you know, you, you want to make this last, this last hurrah with Uncle Harry great. 
You know, and and this John, you you are going to wake up fired up on Sunday. I I'm call, I'm calling bologna and cheese on you. I'm calling. I, I know how you're feeling now. You know what it is. It's been, it's been all week though, and like, well, because you've been at work, you work too much. There are some <laughs> there are some things that like get me fired up. Like, I, all right, hate to brag about this, but Barrett Brooks was on beating your bookie. We did a full hour. Of okay, on the show, and he's talking about like, yeah, I was in the trenches against Charles Haley and talking crap. And bringing up stories of uh, leading up to that week and all that. And yeah, that that gets me fired up. Like, I love hearing that part of it. Like, I love hearing that Barrett Brooks went up against a Hall of Famer and Charles Haley and talked trash to him. And Charles Haley remembered years later, that game, you hurt my backers. Like, that, those games are always memorable. And I just can't help but feeling this is going to be the most forgettable game in Dallas Eagles history. Like... We're just never going to remember this one. It's just going to be so terrible and so forgettable. And I just, I, I don't, I don't, know. I don't care about it. You're right. Like I am, I do this every Sunday where I get up and I'm a little bit more excited about the Eagles than I am throughout the week. And yeah. I imagine this is going to be the same thing. Well, I, well, well, dude, you you talk you talk sports fourteen hours a day. <laughs> Right. Essentially. So, I, so mean, this, I, I this may I think, be that I, I can't talk might, about Eagles. You might be all X's and O'd out right now, and I think I think what you this is now I'm being your therapist. I think what you need, <laughs> you know, after tonight, I think you work a little bit tomorrow. Now that we've already time stamped our show, uh, you get an, you get an, you get some nice sleep tomorrow night. You know, tonight or I guess you know later on Saturday, you wake up Sunday, have a little bit of coffee. All right. You do a couple swipes on your phone, on the Twitter. You see what everybody's saying. And you see that one, hashtag beat Dallas. Ooh, ooh that makes me feel kind of good. Hashtag let's go birds. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hashtag beat Dallas. Now you're pounding on the wall, baby. You know what, man? What do we say, John? It's game day. It's game day. It's game day, John. It's game day. It's game day. It's on. It's on. Am I, is this working for you yet? Is it on? Yeah, come on, John. I'm Let's trying. go, birds, yeah, I'm John. Try, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> like, it's, it's not like I don't want to be excited about this it's game. It's Cowboys week, right. baby. You're, you're probably right. Like Because I have to talk about this five days in a row. Right. And to go into the X's and O's of this game for five weeks straight is just I got it. I got drag, it. Let's let know? let's let's bring up something that'll fire you up for Cowboys week. All right, all right, here we go. Here you go. Quick fire. Your most hated Dallas Cowboy of all time. Who and why? Most hated Who Dallas like when Cowboy. I say Dallas Cowboy, then you just think you think of the name, you think of Is it really something terrible that I thought of the first player I liked with Dallas? <sighs> Who? <laughs> I love Tony Romo. I, I thought I was I always thought as a kid like man if he was in Eagles green I would love this guy we love Tony Romo too and I'm glad he was never in Eagles Eagles green John because- you know what? I, I always and people are gonna because this is the one guy that everybody like as an Eagles fan you're like all right I don't like him but I respect him. Uh, not even that for bull me. Crib, bull crap. This guy just sucked, but people like glorified him just because he was on Dallas and a tough guy. Who? Jason Witten sucked, dude. He okay. was, See? Was, this is what I want. Keep going. Me Jason, too. Jason Witten was so like meh, but because he was on Dallas and because, oh, his helmet was off exactly. and he was running downfield. Yeah, exactly. cool, man. He, Ex- he, he, his helmet <laughs> came off and he decided to still play football. Right. whoop de Oh, wow. Big yeah. tough guy. I don't, don't Fulgham care about Oh, your, your helmet came off. Yeah, Real like, awesome. I, just, I don't know. Like, everybody thought he was, like, this NFL tough guy. He, 
was okay. He was like a decent tight end. Right? Oh, I don't know. John, 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 John like, one of the great, one of the greatest tight ends in the NFL yeah. no, get history. Out, get out of and here. And then he, then he did color commentary. Johnny got hair plugs. Yeah, his color commentary was better than his tight end play. And I then just, he came back, I and really, then he came back again. I really did not as a kid like Jason. <laughs> and it was that one play, too. Like, it was a one play I remember specifically, and it was against the Eagles. When the helmet His came helmet off. came off, and he's I running downfield. And they're like, oh, my God, I love Jason Witten. I'm like, dude. He's got so much fire. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> oh, he's got so much. Look at how much fire in his Who, who in the world, as an NFL player, would get their helmet ripped <laughs> off and go, oh, no, I can't play. I got to go down. Like, Great, you continue to play football. It's Good Dallas you. week, John. Oh, you you continue to do your job. Good for you. It's Dallas week. It's <laughs> Dallas week. Well, you you reminded me of my hate for Jason Witten, so thank you. Well, that. yeah. Well, you, well, 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 my my hate my hate is who you brought up that you love, and I'm sorry, you man. Hate Tony Romo. Hate I Tony love Romo. The guy. No, I know you can love the guy all you want, John. I you know what you know what he was my favorite Dallas Cowboy quarterback of all time. Do you know why? Because he was always going to lose when it mattered. Yeah. That's true. And John, John, it's the Kirk Cousin effect. And, and actually, I should call it the Tony Romo effect because he invented it. This guy was probably one of the best 1 o'clock and 4.15 quarterbacks of all time. So Put him on Sunday Night Football or in a playoff game, John. He sucks. He sucks. Sucks, 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 sucks. And everybody glorified, oh, Tony Romo this and Tony Romo that. Couldn't win a big game. Never did. Fumbled. Fumbled. Fumbled a place, a, a, a field goal. Fumbled. Fumbled, John. Fumbled. If that doesn't say mush, that doesn't say suck, I don't know what does. They, look, they tried to protect this guy so much, they tried to blame it on the ball. They tried to blame it on the ball. See, you can't oh, the ball was shiny. Oh, was it? Oh, somebody shined the ball too much and Tony dropped it. Poor Tony. Come on, man. Are you, are you saying they maybe shine Tony's balls too much? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll tell you who's but yeah, John. I'll I'll land on my own jokes. Thank you. Sorry, you. Wrote, I mean, you basically wrote that joke. I just ended up executing. You did, it. but but John, that's that's Ro Romo. Come on, man. Like, and you can even go even further. Like, I can't. Of course, I, I I'm also not a Troy Aikman guy even now, and everybody loves Aikman. I'm 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 still not. I I think it it goes back to. We'll admit this now. My older brother Billy, God rest his soul, was a <laughs> flip. Yeah, I was know. For this one, you can say it. No, this, I'm not going to say it. No, I'm not. I'm, okay. not, I'm not. I'm not singling him out because he's deceased. <laughs> I know well, because I'm this now, is this is a bird. Like this is a. a I'm not bring up the one thing I don't miss about my brother. Okay, our brother. He was a Fogum Cowboys fan. <laughs> And and not even like I watched I watched football back then, but I was not as diehard in my younger years in my youth uh, because when I played sports, I didn't really watch them all that much. Uh, but he had this doll. He had it wasn't a doll. It was like a, a talking statue of Tony Romo. When you push the button, he would say inspirational bullcrap on the thing or whatever. <laughs> and he would, Billy would just push it all the time. He had them memorized. He would say them to me even when the doll wasn't around. Oh. And it just. It, <laughs> but I just made sure, you know, we, we made sure that, you know, Billy loved that, loved that statue. And I made sure that, you know, it went with him into his eternal rest. Oh. And that is, that is a fact, ladies and gentlemen, that is a fact. But anyway, I, I but I'm still going a lot of Dallas. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, Dallas. it was, we shoved it all in there. You know, we got it all in there. 
Uh, that just goes to show. But but Tony Romo so that, though. That's that's a great way to uh, that's a great way to to go now into predictions. Okay. <laughs> Tony Romo sucks, Jonathan. <laughs> you you have to change your 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 uh, you love, you no, would have seen I, Eagles I green. Can't. And he's now probably would you would you, would you he's have, a great color. I'm throwing shit. Now. I know you are throwing. Well, no, shit. no, I don't want to go to predictions right now because I want to know this. Oh. Now. You would love to see him in Eagle green. So you would you would you would say, hey Dallas, here's McNabb. Uh, we want Romo. I would have taken Romo. You are out of your goddamn mind. I would have taken Romo. Oh, my God. Especially when Andy Reid was there and seeing what Andy Reid has done with quarterbacks like Romo. I Oh, my God. I'm I, Like, the the Kansas City Chiefs offense we're seeing with Mahomes would have been born in that era with Tony Romo. It, it would have been so good. It would have been amazing. I love Tony Romo. I think he's such a good quarterback. You are out of your goddamn mind. He just—he wasn't a good Dallas quarterback. Let's just say that he wasn't the—he wasn't the star. He, didn't he like wasn't a good quarterback. He was a very good quarterback. The, the minute the he min- was a top ten quarterback, Dak came in and took his job like that. Yeah, because he was old. He no, retired. he was still playing fine. He retired after that. I, I mean, know. I would have too. <laughs> well, because he was done playing in the NFL. He was just his career was over. John. John. I love Tony Romo. Tony Romo is everything. Jason Witten made Tony Romo. Oh, oh. <laughs> off with that. Get the Jason hell, Witten. Get the hell out the of here. The best with that. tight end I've Jason ever Witten seen. Sucks. <laughs> Tony Romo, dude. You McNabb in his prime versus Romo in his prime. You are out of your mind. You're out of your mind, crazy. Donovan, like no matter what you say, I don't care. Donovan has a ring on his finger. If it wasn't for a couple of things, you know, it wasn't for him. No, that's not true. If it wasn't for first and foremost, which I'm saying, if it wasn't for 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 Spygate, because I really do believe that they were stealing shit from us, and it wasn't for To breaking his foot, because To scores a lot more touchdowns in that Super Bowl if his foot wasn't broken. Or if McNabb didn't throw up in the huddle and was that was at the end of the game, John. Man. That was at the well, end. Well, I will of the game. also I, in McNabb's defense, people don't bring it up. He got his ass kicked in the first half. The yes, offensive line sucked. Yes, he did. <laughs> That's and and also people. We're, 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 yeah, we're, we're way off. We're really track. LJ Smith fumbling that that ball, this, that, fighting for that first this down. Is what happened was to, huge. This is what huge. happened to Dallas week. Son of a. We start getting too bitch. into it, and uh, we're it was now LJ talking Smith's about LJ Smith's fault. Yeah, sorry. Could be. All right, I love LJ Smith. better than Jason Witten. <laughs> uh, predictions, yeah, predictions. Uh, All right, Eagles are like ten point favorites now. I hate that. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that. I don't. Like I that. think they win. Uh, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be around what Washington Dallas was twenty seven to three, twenty seven to ten. Oh, yeah. You're calling blowout. Yeah, blowout in, but. I hate to say a blowout. Do you remember that Jets game a couple of years ago where Carson Wentz didn't, like, he looked okay and the Eagles offense actually looked like crap, but they won it by, like, 20 points Yeah, because the Jets are really bad? That's what this game is. You're going to go, that didn't look great, but then look at the score and see, oh, well, they you, You're not worried him. about Zeke at all? No, I actually, I hate to say he's, I'm, I'm not under the belief he's done, but he's got issues right now. He's He's got confidence issues. He's got offensive line issues. Uh, he's he's got some problems. So we match. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about him. Especially the Eagles' defensive line, the interior is great at run stopping, and that's what Zeke. I, is. I I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you on blowout. Uh, uh, you know, but I, I'm not. I'm not in your sentiment. I. I just don't. I, I if if this if this Ben Ben Denucci guy comes out and throws three touchdowns, John, that, then maybe you're right. I will feel. I will feel like shit. See, that's what I'm not. I don't even think that's going to be close to happening. 
I, I, I don't think Dallas is going to be able to do anything in this game. All right. But it's just, despite that, knowing that Dallas sucks that bad and still see, man, well, there, there's a bad penalty. But, well, what, if they come out and win 27-3, to three, how the hell can you walk away from that and be like, well. Because 27-3. Still an NFL you, football team. Right, but you still get maybe a, a pick six from Ben DiNucci or a short field because he throws a, a pick or Zeke turns the ball over. There are ways to score 27 points and still look terrible. I know, I know that, but so, but you said now you're saying Carson Carson's going to struggle against a bad Dallas defense. No, I think the Eagles' offense. At, Dallas at is nowhere near are. the caliber the even Eagles, the Giants. The Eagles still will not be able to run the ball against Dallas because Boston Scott isn't a a three down running. My man might be fired up though, bro. Coming in, coming in with the with the, don't don't look at me like that. Don't you dare, Witten Witten homeboy. <laughs> Witten no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. He was, he's a good receiver, but he's not a good running back. They will, they will be without a run game for the second game in a row. That's fine. I'm not worried about that. I am worried about not, that. Not for Dallas week. We well, want, no, we want W's. We want W's, John. It'll look ugly. Well, you, I, I'm 27 to 10. Okay. Did, did Romo tell you that? Was that a Romo pick? You and well, Romo talked about whatever? Romo predicts that. I have two brothers, two brothers now. I'm not. A, come on, man! It's just Romo. <laughs> you're 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 saying that even Although, if we beat I, Dallas, I do. I Tori Eggman's one of the best color commentators in. Film. And that's fine to say because I'm sure I'm sure he's lovely. He's great. Ha, but like, what and Joe I, Buck is fantastic. As long as as lo- what? No, Joe Buck and Collinsworth. That's that's Collinsworth is all right. It goes Kirk Curb Street, <laughs> Chris Collinsworth. Those are the two best. Right. And, and then, then Tony Romo, oh, yeah, whatever. And then Tony Romo. Oh, no, God. yeah, no, Tony Romo's number one. Oh, God. Well, so, so it goes Herb Street, Tony Romo, Collins. Oh, God. Just stop saying Tony Romo. Just Let's just stop. I know it's Cowboys week and all, but we're supposed to be, if we're talking about Tony Romo, we're supposed to be, be negative yeah, like laughing so. about how. I actually think I, I've disappointed my, my uncles uh, as they're listening to oh. this. The yeah. ball, the ball was shiny. Get the hell out yeah, of here! All right, well, that's that's, that's a terrible choke thing. artist, dude. So, player of the week, uh, real quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was really mad. You just heard like the microphone. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not falling for that one again, John. Uh, player of the week. Am I going first? Who's going first? You go first. All right, fine. Yell at me. You're yelling at me. You yelled <laughs> at me. It's true. I am yelling. Um. You know, man, I'm going Fogum. I am. I'm going Fogum. I like that. Yeah, I th- I think he's gonna. I think. He, uh, uh, you know what? Yeah, but bold prediction. Hundred yard game. Yeah, because they're gonna have to rely passing the ball, and their secondary is terrible. So if Fogum has a big game, it's absolutely hundred yard game. Oh, you know what? Yes, absolutely, hundred yard game. I think for Fogum. I think I think if, uh, the way the stories, the, 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 you know, I'm all about you know, I'm all about story arcs, and I'm all about you know. How the how the flow of a story goes, and this would be the perfect time for him to have a one hundred yard game. I like that. Perfect time. Um, it's tough to go anyone defense because I know Dallas's offense isn't going to do anything, no matter what. We hope. So, I'm going to stick with the Eagles and, or stick with the Eagles offense. And there's one guy I want to see a little bit more because I think I saw some flashes Ooh. of something good, and I'm looking for. A good backup behind Miles Sanders when he does come back. I liked what I saw from Jason Huntley. Whoa. Definitely saw some burst and speed 
looked quicker than. Sorry, that commercial just played ESPN <laughs> automatically <laughs> plays commercials. Start over. I'm as I'm trying to look at Jason Huntley's stats to make a good prediction. No, I I think he should. We're hiring producers. He's, <laughs> he's he's fresh legs. He's fast. I think he showed some good burst. I I think he can develop into a good backup. Corey Clement isn't going to be that. I think he's completely shot. And Boston Scott, sure. I liked his receiving, but I'm still not convinced that he can run between the tackles or be a legit running back. I think Huntley can maybe slide into a second running back role uh, or at least get some more touches, and I think he actually has a pretty solid game here. Okay. Uh, So I think Jason Huntley, more of the interest in him, but I think we do see a lot more from him, and I think he may get in the end zone this one. Maybe 10 carries, 50 yards, and a touchdown. Okay. That sounds pretty sound. Sounds it sounds like a sound. <laughs> We're making sounds and We're also hiring us soundboard engineers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh we're it's one thirty four in the morning. Stop as we it. are ending this podcast. Do we do a very loud birds chant? Uh as I know the rest of the Delaware County area is sleeping at the moment. I think we do a very intense concentrated quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I I'm not an actor. I don't know how to do. I don't know how to fit all of those in the one. Uh, there <laughs> I are, can try. I, I can. I think I can do it. You know, uh, there are lots of angry people in this world, and and one of the descendants of their ilk is sleeping <laughs> about two floors above us. All right, so let's do a intense, concentrated but quiet. Yeah. Bird shit. E A G L E S Eagles Birds and Rose. You love Uncle Harry, okay? You you know you you want to make this last this last hurrah with Uncle Harry great. 